Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo, Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode of Nintendo Voice Chat is brought to you by Gamefly. Listen! Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat episode 379. Nothing major happened this week, so just turn it off. Don't worry. <laughs> there, there, we got nothing to talk about. Actually, we do have a little game, this brand new platformer called Poi. 
Still kidding. Super Mario Odyssey. We're going to be talking a ton about it, but also Nintendo surprised us with some news on Animal Crossing Mobile, so you get that as well. But before we delve into that, I want to introduce our wonderful panel. We've got, as always, uh, Zachary Ryan. Hey, everybody. Brian Altano. Wahoo. That, oh, that's a different look hot. for you. Pretty reboot. Yeah, very beautiful. We're working pretty it out. Reboot. And uh, I didn't know this, but for the very first time on Nintendo Voice Chat, Ryan McCaffrey. I've finally earned my way on this show. Put five years here. Five years, ladies and gentlemen. And all it took was to review a core Mario. <laughs> all it yep. took yeah. was the first time I've ever gotten to review a Nintendo game. So what's really strange, I mean, you you joined us uh, way 420 years ago from yeah. OXM. You were at the right. official Xbox magazine. You've covered a ton of Xbox for IGN, but you also head up all our previous content. Yes. So what most uh, Nintendo fans or NVC viewers may not know is that you've obviously worked on Nintendo uh, previews for IGN before, and uh, you're kind of an old-school Nintendo fan as I well. I play everything. I mean, I, I literally wouldn't be sitting here without Mario, which I think is the same, or the NES. Same yeah. is true for any of us sitting here. Um, the NES was my first console ever. Uh, it's. I wish I still had it, but like a like a short sighted kid, it was. My parents said, "Well, yeah, you can have the next new thing, but you got to come up with the money." So yeah, I traded in my NES and all the games and got like you know thirty dollars. I just it, feel like that's like a classic. Like the number of sucks. times that I've sold consoles to buy the the newest console. Yeah. Like I you know I must have eliminated my PS One library multiple times yeah. because I'd buy things and then I'd get buyers or sellers mm-hmm. remorse. And I'm like, well, now I got to track all this stuff down and then yeah. I'd sell yep. them all again. Yeah. yeah I, I had, it. I had almost every console as a kid, but only ever one at a time. Yeah. Cause yeah. it would be have one trade it. You know, the new thing would come out. Okay. Yeah, let's, I'm going to get that. So super NES Genesis, Turbo Graphics 16, I Even still have Ari Jaguar. Right. Was, See, I, look, I never got that like, one. When you're a kid, you don't have nostalgia yet. So no. you're, yeah. really, you're not really like yearning to play Mario 3 when you're playing Mario World, right? And then you're not yearning to play Mario World when you're playing 64. And then you get a couple years outside of that and you're like, I miss those things. I got rid of all of them. I did that with like Game Boys. I traded like yeah. the Game Boy for the Game Boy Color, for the Game Boy Pocket, for the Game Boy, all that. So all the way up to DS. And then I stopped and I was like, I'm going to start saving these, but now I just have a drawer full of handhelds. I, I have so many machines. I keep them here mostly at, yeah. at IGN yeah, in the I mean, glass it's case. It's like a museum there. in the glass case. Yeah, yeah I, I always regret it. Uh, I, I lost my Atari XL computer. The Fairchild Channel F broke and got lost in a move, and I sold my Sega CD while, while I was in mm. Japan. Which, which Sega it. CD did you have? The, the first Mega version? Mega Drive one. The, so the one that the, attaches to the Japanese the, one? The, on the bottom? Uh, the one where the Genesis sat on top of it? Or the side? And it was the, the side, side loader. Yeah, the, the sidecar. The sidekick, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, sidecar. You must really miss exactly. that Fairchild XL. Oh, Fairchild Channel F, man. Oh, We're not going to talk games. about that today. <laughs> crisscross, the full motion video with the crisscross. Uh, I hate all yep. of you guys. Yep. Uh, Sewer Shark. Let's, yeah. Let's Classics. You know, let, let's kick it off with just a quick thank you to everybody who reviewed our show on iTunes. Um, thank you so much. It helps us out. Uh, it's also a great place to give us feedback on the audio ver- version. Obviously, you can leave a comment on all the, the videos as well. But I want to read two uh, reviews. One from Bomb Bomb in the Homgom. Uh, gave us a five star uh, just this week. This podcast is the bomb diggity yo 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 yo. Thank you. And also YGZ. We are apparently the reason why he or she bought a Nintendo Switch. I was not into podcasts until I started listening to this show and Game Scoop. Keep up the good work. I am not the jump. Hashtag I am not the jump. That's right. That little what was the name, was what was the name of that first guy? Uh, first guy was uh, Bomb Bomb in the Hom Gom. 
Great. Yeah. Good. What does uh, I mean? If you, like, if you like GameScoop, if you have an Xbox, obviously uh, check out Ryan's weekly podcast, Podcast Unlocked. We don't uh, say podcast, pair. It's a band word here. It's a, it's it's a show it's now. It's unlocked. I feel like I have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> well, that's Damn. true. Um, the GM money. Let's, uh, yeah, we got quick. the Xbox One X coming out. We yeah, you guys are gonna be busy soon. I got Very one, busy. I got one on pre-order. I'm actually starting it's to GM buy, money again. I'm starting to buy the cross-platform <laughs> games in, in advance, like Assassin's Creed on yeah. the Xbox again. Yeah. And I used to always buy them for the PS4. That's right. right. It's gonna uh, be maybe use me. This is a Nintendo podcast, okay. Freds. We're, we're gonna go. <laughs> Quick housekeeping note. Yeah. Yes, we have found a new Nintendo editor. If you uh, follow any of us on social media, we may have uh, retweeted uh, the the person. Are who's we gonna? Oh, we're us. not gonna unveil him or her in like a reality yeah, show, yeah, right? kind of. Yeah. <laughs> no, he uh, he's he's still in a in a different city, so he can't join the join the show yet. But hopefully soon, uh, you'll be seeing the, uh, him here in the office. Did we and mention his name? We're Is very that, excited. Are, are we off the record? Uh, about it? No, he. Well, you know, if yeah, you want to find out, record. follow us, look it up. You'll you'll find out who Maybe it is. Be so cryptic about this. It's it's not knowledge. Well, now we're setting an unrealistic expectation for the guy. It's re- it's Reggie Fizeman. You said bomb dump, bomb the homgoms name twice. Uh, that's who it name. is. Well, I don't want, I don't want to. Uh, you know, I want to, I want him to come in fresh and tell everybody who he is who he is. So uh, look forward to meeting Philip soon. Welcome to the show, bomb bomb into homgoms. Bomb bomb. I look forward to your new introduction. Yo 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 yo. Welcome to NBC. That's right. Animal. Crossing Pocket Camp yes. got unveiled. Finally, it wasn't a secret. Nintendo had talked about uh, obviously doing an Animal Crossing game on mobile. Their rumors have it there were some uh, false starts, and they actually scrapped a whole bunch of code. But they showed this game uh, off on a, a, a direct this week, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it actually looks more more fully featured than I would have expected. Yeah, yeah I how think about we you all guys? we all expected a sort of happy home designer sort of spin-off yep. scenario here. A t-shirt designer. Yeah, yeah. this is so, <laughs> this yeah. is an Animal Crossing game straight up. And it yeah. was it was trending. Yeah. U- US trending all of last night. Um and you know, I'm a person I I generally don't like mobile games because most of them don't have exact let's call them the highest design ambitions, right. but Hitman the Go series yeah, I love. Yeah. Uh, I I Put a ton of time. I got my ten bucks worth out of Super Mario Run. Same here, yeah. yeah. So this Animal Crossing seems like an awesome fit for a mobile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like when you think about Nintendo's franchise, which ones would be most at home on mobile? You know, you'd go Pick Cross and you'd go Animal Crossing. Yeah, you like. And it seems like I mean, if you look, if you watch the footage, you can look it up. It's uh, obviously on Nintendo's YouTube channels and Nintendo.com. You can uh, watch a very casual. Uh, calm walkthrough of uh, what that game is going to be like. It is it is a little bit more confined, so don't expect like a sprawling, bigger village setup. It is smaller pockets uh-huh, mm-hmm. of uh, of of kind of playgrounds. There is uh, you know you have your camper that you can deck out. You use this camper to travel between the different uh, uh, sites. You know mm-hmm. there is a uh, what was it called? There was a, a kind of like a fishing area called Saltwater Shores. There was Sunburst Island. Um, you know for catching uh, bugs and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And then there is the 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 main campsite where you basically you do customize and move in furniture, but it's not your big home, and you don't have a lot of other homes from animals that you visit. Yeah, I think what we're seeing here is a lot of the core sort of tenets that define an Animal Crossing game that I don't think we really expected here. But you know, there is 
catching animals and and or not animals. I guess they don't call them that. Bugs and insects yep. and fish <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Some of the animals you, you're friends with, the others you just catch it with a net. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, there's bells. There's a saving system, obviously. Uh, there is uh, like sort of stuff you can do in your home to deck it out. There's trading, all that stuff. All that uh, there's friends that you can interact with. So all that stuff's really cool. I've been with the Animal Crossing franchise since uh, almost the beginning. I didn't import the Japanese version for the N64 disc system back in the day, but I did buy the it's GameCube version. You were yes, so it was. close to no. having Animal Crossing N64 status, but you just missed <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, and so I really always liked this franchise, and it felt very uh, like. Just a very select few people knew what it was back in the day. Yep. Um, and it slowly came to be one of their most like popular lucrative franchises that I think not a lot of people really realize how well the 3DS version sold. Like that was a, that was a huge, it did huge really thing. well. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of expanded more casual audience definitely has a lot more female players than some of Nintendo's other franchises yeah. too, you know, because of the, uh, the setup and probably uh, the marketing has a lot to do with it and the yeah. characters. We're already um, starting to see the sort of microtransactional stuff sneak into this or maybe not even sneak i think just so, outwardly facing being like this is how we're going to make money off of this i think there i mean there's obviously a little bit of controversy around loot boxes and and uh, uh you know microtransactions on the other consoles as well in in the mobile realm it's kind of an a, a accepted evil but that evil obviously also so, comes with a low admission price of free for a game like that. So th- this is not $10 like run? It's zero dollars. This is, so this is it's, more traditional. It's free, but there's in-app purchases yeah. in the form. They're calling them leaf tickets. And what leaf tickets essentially do, as far as I can tell in this game, is gate off certain things. Okay. Like, Speed up. Um, yeah. They, can, it's, it's basically like you advance with leaf tickets, but you can also – one of the things they showed this quarry where you can dig out and excavate um, gems that are worth more in-game cash, like the bells, right? Yeah, right. So – but in order to uh, – uh, access that you need leaf tickets now you can earn leaf tickets in the game by completing objectives like become the manager of a campsite make three friends yeah. you know yep. like write five letters well, this is just typical animal crossing stuff i'm not saying yep. this stuff specifically but um you can earn tickets in the game or you can spend 99 cents and buy 10 yeah. or you can spend three dollars and yeah, get straight up 40 because yeah. like when when run came out last christmas it was there was a, a something of an uproar for for it costing ten dollars because right. that was that was unheard of in the mobile space. But you know we console gamers were super used to it. I I got my ten dollars worth and then some. So that's, that's the thing that about game. that's the thing about Run. Like I will willingly pay ten dollars for a product with Tezuka's name on it. Tezuka yeah. directed that game. It is for all intents and purposes a Mario game, yeah. just like any other Mario game. And Brian and I were talking about it this morning. But I think in anticipation for this Animal Crossing direct, I've kind of went back and started playing through uh, uh, Super Mario Run again. Yeah. And the support that they've given it, the the uh, what is it, the challenges, remix 10. the remix yeah. ten that they just introduced, awesome mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's good. We're talking about yeah, how. Ryan has yeah. has ground for four and a half hours to get to Daisy, and like that's the kind of support that I love to see from Nintendo yeah. in this mobile market. So I think I think that that Animal Crossing even offers more of that because before the end of this this trailer, right. they're talking about seasonal events and costumes that on t- limited time basis and things yeah. like that. So there's plenty of. I, room I will say that. straight up say that the um the the way that game was marketed and sold was probably looked at as a failure. Ultimately, I know for all of us coming in to be like, well, usually I buy 2D Mario for 50 60 bucks yep. i get one for ten dollars is awesome in the mobile space that's unheard of and people there was a massive backlash against a the amount of levels you got for ten dollars and b uh the amount of free content you got from the initial download before it was sort right. of kicked you into that 
in the long term, um, them getting $10 out of all of us once is nothing in comparison to the hundreds of dollars they could get from any of us. That's a good point. So if they let you in for free and then start nickel and diming you, ultimately it's a bigger, it's a bigger See, game plan. What's interesting, that. coming as more of a, and again, I'm not a big mobile gamer. I, I'm actually more concerned. Like it, it makes me a little more defensive with Animal Crossing mobile mm-hmm. the fact that it is following the traditional yeah. pricing model because i wonder like okay it, it will the design goals for this yep aim high because like with run it was like well okay i'm paying 10 bucks which for, for the whole kit and caboodle which means i know i'm going to be getting like a fully featured product with a bunch a lot of levels and a lot of features in it if animal crossing is free to play like most mobile games it's like you know, are are they are they just going to be stringing you along, right. you know, looking to get another dollar out of you? So here's what the game does, and and what's ironic here is that Animal Crossing actually, when it was introduced, was also criticized for being a game that that paced itself and paced you. You know, you could do certain things in the first day, and then you hit this gate where it's like, oh, you got to pay Tom Nook back, so do this stuff, and you're like, well, oh, I can't, I can't do any more chores, or you know, like you kind of hit this wall where you're like, I think I've played enough for today, and this game takes that concept but does give you the way to use your wallet to speed it up. So you could be ordering something for your campsite. And the, the demo showed, um, I think they ordered a swimming pool, right? And they, and the swimming pool was being built and you would have to wait like 70 hours for it to yeah. be built or you use your, your leaf tickets to speed it up, which you of course can pay for. So, you know, as someone, um, like you who doesn't want to spend on microtransactions i can I, I think you could either ignore that and say you know what i'm going to i'm going to just play this game for a couple of minutes every day and that's enough yeah. for me or you could set yourself a barrier and say like i'm going to spend 10 bucks on tickets well, think, once it may sound nuts i would rather spend 10 bucks up front yep. and never spend another dime than potentially Spend eight dollars in Animal Crossing over the same amount of time because you feel but, manipulated. Yes, like you feel like yeah, I would just like, you. Just just yeah. cry so once, take my ten, and uh, and let's move on. One of the cool things is that um, <laughs> this is integrated with my Nintendo, which is a platform that seemed like a really awesome sort of uh, follow up to Club Nintendo that never really went anywhere. Right? Um, you've probably seen it sort of make its way into Mario Run and Mitomo and Fire Emblem, where it sort of nudges you to do certain things every single week. Some of the stuff like Zach was just describing send five letters and talk talk to tom nook until he doesn't bother you anymore all his weird stuff that never happens his weird little raccoon i hate that man and now he takes you real money man yeah Yeah. uh but this is the the goal that tom nook has been working towards since like 2000 oh my god no it's like westworld like (laughs) everything was fine for a while it wasn't real money it's like now it's like sorry uh well so the cool thing is is like this will integrate with that and i have i don't know if you guys use my nintendo at all there's nothing to do there except for buy like wallpapers which i don't do so you just go to the site and there's just like these two big money bins full of coins with nothing to spend on. So I'm just going to go in there and buy bells. I'm going to buy yeah. 10,000, yeah. 20,000, 50,000 bells and just give them to Tom Nook. Not Scrooge McDuck money. over here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so what's, what's really nice about or what I think to, to counter your point, like I feel like I, just watching the trailer this morning or the, the walkthrough, uh, I kind of succumbed to the fact that, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely spend money on yeah. this. Like I will, I will spend $10 because it, I, I get to a point in a game like what this looks like to me where it's like, okay, I've had enough enjoyment out of this that it, it's totally justified a, a $10 spend, yeah. you know? Um, what I, do think that I would use the money for less so to speed things up. Like it doesn't bother me to wait 72 hours for a pool to be built because I'm checking in periodically every day, but more so along the lines of like unlocking things that will allow me to earn things in game, like unlocking the quarry early so 
earlier so I can make right. bells faster, or, you know, things like that. And I also really think that the social integration portion of this is really cool. Yeah. Like the idea that, that Brian and I can be pals on uh, this Animal Crossing platform and trade items that one or the other of us doesn't have or yeah. like he can come out and check out my weird Tom Haverford campground. I was so, working yeah. here uh, when the 3DS game launched and it took over the entire office and we were just having weird, bizarre conversations mm-hmm. with each other like, oh, do you have coconuts? Do you have bananas? Do you have oranges? I'll trade you for apples. Oh, you have this furniture set? I'm looking for this furniture set. And we're just like walking around the office, trading furniture, going to each other's towns and shaking each other's trees. That sounds gross. But <laughs> yeah, just fun stuff like that. Um, so I hope that happens again. I think the one thing none of us have brought up is like what's up with the switch like yeah why is this a, why question, is this a mobile right? game why is this not on switch like, so actually uh jonathan Steele. uh this week we took questions from our twitter account that's mm-hmm. at nbc podcast uh jonathan Steele asked just that he said uh animal crossing pocket camp looks very full featured more than anyone ex- uh, more than anyone i think expected yep does that spell doom for a switch version mm. I don't so think what do you guys so. think yeah i, I, was I don't think so because again like i think what you couldn't see from the trailer is that these areas are fairly limited right like you you see all these different environments and the character walking around you see this little trade ground where you can buy stuff like the mini versions of the tea shop uh, t-shirt shop and all that or mm-hmm. the clothes shop um it is everything is sized a little bit more pocket sized. And I think uh you will quickly realize that as you start playing that there isn't a replacement for all for a full city that you can or a village that you can customize. Right. And I'm I'm honestly hoping that because of the setup, Nintendo is going to invest more time into making sure the next Animal Crossing sequel on Switch has more, has it's something different. new. Because yeah. the, the one problem i have with that series is that there is a lot of repetition a right. lot of things that carry over it's not like they added farming or something really major to it i um, think in the last versions i think my hope for an animal crossing on switch and the reason that i think that we're not counting out animal crossing because of this mobile game is that nintendo is using the switch as a platform to reinvent their core series with yep. the exception of splatoon uh but uh you look at zelda you look at super mario odyssey these are taking elements uh from previous games and paying homage to them but also like creating an entirely new experience and that's kind of what i'm hoping for for animal crossing on the switch they give us one more taste of like a mobile version of this game and then the next animal crossing is something that's maybe not radically different but different enough that it feels like a new version of this yeah game. i actually see it a little bit uh, more more coldly and, and evilly in that uh, number one as, as successful as the switch uh-huh. is and has been uh, the installed base on iOS and Android is so yeah. much bigger they, there's the potential to make way more money on Animal Crossing from your phone from smartphones than there is on the switch absolutely two, if they if they do grow that audience and get millions of people playing this across uh, iOS and Android then when you do come with that Sort of, you know, fully feature, more fully featured deluxe, uh, proper Animal Crossing sequel on Switch, and the Switch has continued to be successful and grow some more. That's just creates brand awareness, and people are gonna be like, "Oh, I, I want more of that on yep, that yeah, on yeah. that handheld thing that I can still play on well, the yeah. go." And it's cute it's, how it's, bro, it's evil. We're sitting around the table so being good. like, "Oh, I'll totally spend eight or nine dollars <laughs> on this game." And it's like they don't want you; they want the guy that, that <laughs> right. drops two hundred fifty. The whales. Yeah. Yeah. They want like the, Andrew, the Andrew Goldfarbs of the world that will yeah. get on airplanes and go anywhere to catch a Aww. Pokemon. Like, yes. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> when we initially talked about Animal Crossing on mobile, we thought it would be a companion app, more something where you design something on the go, you do stuff while you're away, like your island on the, you know, uh, on, on the handhelds before. Um, but now that it is coming out first, it makes sense that it has a little bit more oomph to it, more to do in it. Um, yeah, I hope I, they communicate, so, you know. I think it looks really cool. Yeah, it yeah, looks cool. I really like it's, it. It's, uh, if you're Australian or you're in New Zealand, uh, 
you can already get this game. Uh, Nintendo loves to test their games uh, in the market down there. Um, so you know why download it. Let us know. Panda gets tested a lot. Let, yeah. let us know what you think. So. Well, it's just nicer people. That's true. <laughs> Everywhere, you know? That's true. Uh, we will get it in November, so we don't have to wait all that long. And I would argue that we're pretty busy with some of these other games. So say, I want but to. If only there was something to keep us so... satisfied between now and then. Hello there. Would you like to save money and play more video games? Well, let me introduce you to our sponsor, Gamefly. Gamefly is the best way to buy and rent all your favorite games at Gamefly.com. You pick your favorite games and have them mailed directly to your door. Or mailbox. Gamefly is the leading video game rental service with over 9,000 titles to choose from. You can try your favorite games before you buy and keep the games as long as you want with no late fees. So if you're stuck on a boss fight or having a really good time, it's not a big deal. You can cancel at any time, and they also offer movie rentals too. Head to Gamefly.com slash voice chat and start your free premium 30-day trial today. The premium trial allows you to check out two games and or movies at a time. You can only get this offer, again, by visiting Gamefly.com slash voice chat. Now go sign up and start playing all your favorite games absolutely free for 30 days right now. So I'm, I'm going to go through some of the new games that released on the Switch and the 3DS. As you have guessed, Brian has played them all. That's not true. I but re- no, I really haven't. But we're not uh, going to go in depth. Yeah. Um, I, this is a warning, Brian. You can't talk I about... I've only played two of them. You can't talk about like Chickadee Poo Poo 2 made that up. for That's like half an hour. But you would so, play that game. on the 3DS, we got the Creeping Tarot, Phil's Epic Philippics Adventure... On the uh, on the Nintendo Switch, we have this little game called Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, don't don't care about that. Monster Jam, Crush It, Monopoly. So there's a, a the board game is now on the Switch. They're as putting well. a Monster Truck game so on the Switch. Finally, yes, finally Monopoly is portable. Forty dollars for Monopoly? Yeah, that's well, it's wow. Finally, you can take it with you and play it with other people. Uh, we'll we'll check it out. That's, that's only it folded up into a. I'm that's not, pretty expensive. I'm not going to knock it. It's but not that's even a lot. like Nintendo Monopoly. It's just Monopoly Monopoly. Yeah. For forty dollars, that Monopoly game better make me breakfast. Like well, that's, you can I buy a will. whole <laughs> Monopoly game for the price of one Switch. Hasbro Monopoly. charging serious uh, license. You leave your Switch in the dock long. There's Cartoon Network, <laughs> Cartoon Network Battle Crashers. There's King Oddball, which of course he's playing fifty I'm not hours playing. of. Zombie Gold Rush, Violet, and then Poi. Yes. I'm playing it. Can I can I talk about that so, real quick? So this is what what kind of game is this? Okay, so oddly enough, for this week, <laughs> Poi is a uh colorful, fun, nineties era three D platforming Whoops. game <laughs> with with like with a triple jump and all that fun stuff. Would you say it's, it's like Mario sixty four? It's so much like Mario sixty four. Uh it feels like a long lost game from the N sixty four era. Uh the camera's a little wonky. The whole game in general so is just, just like the Nintendo sixty four. Just like the Nintendo sixty four. But it's kinda charming, it's kinda fun. Uh for interest of honesty i did not get an early copy of odyssey i've been playing a little bit of the office version so me and poi have gotten pretty comfy this week while people like mccaffrey have been playing odyssey that said if for some bizarre reason you fly through odyssey or you're not really a big mario fan a thing i can't say with a straight face uh there's poi the the other 3d platforming game launching on nintendo switch this week uh reviews for this game on steam have been really positive look it's even got an ice level where you slide down it's so mario 64 just like Mario 64. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, that's Poi. It's out. Uh, in case, you know, you want something more than Mario Odyssey. Yeah, so we'll be talking about Poi for the in next 30 Odyssey minutes. Odyssey doesn't no. keep you so wait a minute. for long Would enough. Would you say that you're a Poi boy? Yeah, I would say I'm a Poi boy. All right. 
Fire Emblem Warriors also came out. Um, you, we did not get advanced copies of that one, but I've played a ton of it. I'm pleasantly surprised. Next week we'll have Megan on who reviewed the game. Uh, hopefully we can talk about it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's better than Hyrule Warriors. It, it adds so much strategy on the map where you can uh, send your units. You can quickly pause it, send the different units to different corners of the map. It's, it's, it's fun. So it's I started, I started playing it last night yep. after you told me that I had to. So, um, I, I started playing <laughs> I wield it. power. And I will say that I think that the Fire Emblem franchise just in and of itself lends itself to this type of game 100%. so much better than Zelda did. Yep. Um, Hyrule Warriors really turned me off. This game, I could actually see myself playing for, mm-hmm. you know, cool. I could see it through to the end. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about it more next week. Play, play, play it more, and then we'll talk more. Um, but before we get to that, quick news break. Shin Megami Tensei Five was announced for Switch. This was first teased in January. They showed a um, a, a very limited uh, trailer of that game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you guys see it? Yeah, that was at the unveiling event. Yeah, right? but they just released that's, another trailer. That's uh, right. Yeah, a couple days ago. And uh, I th- I think we have some footage. I just surprised Barrett by uh, uh by jumping to that one first. But uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five, it's a fully fledged sequel. It's a numbered sequel that actually bodes really well for the Switch mm-hmm. in the Japanese market. That's yeah. a huge franchise there. Andrew Goldfarb cannot contain himself mm-hmm. true he was very mad that he wasn't on this episode to talk about this trailer that doesn't show anything and talk more about this game Andrew that we Goldfarb. know we All know right. nothing about <laughs> um but also uh this this little known game called the mummy demastered came out yeah uh real cool surprise this is a uh metroidvania 2d uh sort of action platforming game by way forward it was an awesome pedigree making games like this uh alien contra uh the shantae series but also um it's based on one of the the worst reviewed movies of the year which has a 16 percent on rotten tomatoes Aww. which is tom cruise's the mummy uh whatever i think that's what it's called i, I don't know if there's yeah it's called, it's called tom, tom cruise's, cruise's the, the mummy yeah, yeah that's what it's called uh, sequel to francis ford coppola's so that movie has the a 16 percent on rotten tomatoes but the game is really cool uh it's very difficult but it's it's awesome pixel art it feels like um sort of like a game boy advance era licensed game that actually like a, turned out good like a castlevania it's got like, a lot honestly, of notes I mean, of castlevania yeah. um you fight a it, lot of monsters and stuff in it um uh, it's it's a contemporary metroidvania which takes place in iraq uh and instead of getting like <laughs> missiles and lasers you get like machine guns and stuff right like that. it's basically a documentary um, i will so, warn you it's yeah. very very difficult it is really hard it's yeah very hard uh i i finished super mario world the first thing that i did when i got my snes classic was i played through super mario world yep it's one of my favorite games of all time boy. Uh, as soon as i finished it i started up super metroid and started playing through that so playing super metroid for a while and then jumping to this game it's almost comical how metroid this game feels yeah um it is like beat for beat a very similar game but and even the even the map right like the blue even, and red even down to some corner, of the enemy it is, types it is like, yeah. cheekily yeah. close to yeah. what you would get in a metroid but, game that being said not a lot of metroidvania is happening on the switch right now and exactly. i think that this is a like if you if you're up for the challenge this is a totally worthy contender yeah it's, I, I think it's it's going to get a bad rap because people are going to see that it's tied associated with the Mummy movie, which is apparently pretty bad. I didn't see it, but I, I think if you're looking for a uh, Castlevania Metroid esque game, give this a shot because I'm, it's a I mean, lot. To be of fun. fair, I think they've tried to head some of that BS from uh-huh. association the stink of the film yeah. off by a little bit by call, no by calling it 
demaster. Right. Yeah. So it's like an inherently tongue-in-cheek, like, listen, we know <laughs> we're, we're not taking this yep. too seriously from a, you know, film perspective. Yeah, totally. And, and yeah, I'm, this is great to it's see. It's got one cool hook um, that I dig but also find a little annoying. When you die, uh-huh. uh, oh. you have to go back to where you died and fight a zombie version of yourself to get all of your stuff yep. back. Um, Which sometimes can be really some, difficult. Sometimes they're very hard. So Wow, Pear. How unprofessional this show is. I would throw you out of here if this were unlocked. That is uh, the one time I didn't mute my phone. <laughs> um, I agree. I, I actually like that element. It, it's tough. Like you're as a dead you, you're surprisingly tough. Right. You have to take yourself out, and it's so frustrating if you get killed by yourself and so, you don't get yourself. I'll out. say where it's kind of a pain is right before a boss, or when you die in a boss, uh, you have to go back and fight the zombie version of yourself. Um, right before, the but boss. then you'll lose a bunch of yeah. health fighting him. Yep. And then you'll have to grind more to get your health back up to fight that boss again. Yep. So instead of just dying on a boss and going back and trying it again, it adds this sort of extra step to the loop of that, mm-hmm. which I find kind of cumbersome. But uh, it's a hard game, and I had to just kind of go and expect. So that. I really dig it. I mean, it feels like you know, way you brought up Way Forward before as a great pick for Nintendo to go to for 2D Metroid games, right? right? It's like it's a well-crafted game. It is. It is a little bit. It's definitely more challenging. It doesn't kind of guide you through and give you the exact thing you need to progress it like lets you loose it's a little bit more open-ended uh more difficult but um i think this is a really good game i Mm -hmm. I was very surprised you can tell they put a lot of love into it and didn't get discouraged by the the bunk movie um that it's based on serious question is the blu-ray out for the film this week like is the 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 timing i'm not sure what the time is super weird it already came out it's already out so this is super late it's just another one of those games that it's just like well here it is like there wasn't a lot of fanfare around it it just sort of there was a trailer and then it showed up but if you love metroid and you you want another game to play after Mario, here is a good choice. I mean, yeah. I totally recommend checking it out. Uh, quick news, uh, Lego Dimensions is done. That franchise, uh, we don't need to go into detail here, was actually pretty good, but out, probably outstayed its welcome as part of the Toys, uh, Toys to Life. Toys to Life. What, what yeah. lasted longer, the uh, the music, plastic toy, guitar genre, they or, did, or, yeah. the, or the, yeah, uh, yeah. the so, Toys to Life So yeah. this is planned for three years, and they're cutting, the, they, they're stopping it after two years. Wow. So, well, so this is maybe a bigger question than we have time to answer right now but what what killed the toys to life genre right should, because I, it was so a... it was so prevalent for years is it their audience outgrowing the idea that they need to buy I, these figures every year or is it the splintering of the market my between, suspicion well saturation right, i think the it's market, exactly. there's just too damn yeah, many yeah. toys that's what I, yeah exactly. i would say there's also i mean less people are buying toys period to- Toys R Us just fewer. Toys R Us just filed for bankruptcy again. Um, also, a lot of these Toys Life games didn't integrate with the platforms uh, in a perfect way. Like so much, like, uh, Amiibo functionality is built into the Switch, into the 3DS, into the Wii U. Um, you had to buy an extra uh, adapter for the what, portal for Dimensions. Yeah, for and, Dimensions yeah. and Skylanders. for Skylanders and all those things. Skylanders on on. Nintendo platforms had an NFC chip that yes. was compatible, yeah. so there Which wasn't cool. a second. Uh, there wasn't an, an accessory for that. Yeah. But, no, yeah. I think that's smart. I guys, I want to talk about Mario though. Yes, the please. new the new Nintendo 3DS XL Super NES edition got announced, and it's it's going to be oh, I really it's love that. Amazon exclusive. Uh, for it comes out uh, November 27th for 199 bucks. So you know, so if pretty. you did like the uglier version of the Super Nintendo, the American one, uh, there is the device for you. Otherwise, you can import the international, the especially the UK edition, but 
remember, region locking applies to that machine. So uh, you'll also have to buy UK games if you get the UK one. But what we really want to talk about is this little game called Super Mario Odyssey. You reviewed this. Yes. This episode uh, will be posted after the embargo going yes. up. How are you feeling about this game so far? I mean, the, the 10 speaks for itself. I, uh, <laughs> is that what you decided on? So this yeah. is... Oh, my God. That's we, awesome. Yeah, this right. is being recorded before we've seen your review yeah. and yeah. final that's score. That's a surprise. So that's I, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Damn. So here's, here's what I want to say about this game for to the NVC crowd. So this is only the second 10 I've ever given in five plus years at IGN. The last, the only other one I gave was for Inside last year, which Ooh. sadly never came to Nintendo platforms yet. But we'll get it. I hope it does eventually. It's be, a, it'd be a phenomenal be a perfect game on Switch. Yeah. So good. And with with Inside, I I literally was going around to just everybody in the office. Just you have to play this game right. because of the things it does and the the places it goes and the things it wants to say. You have to play it. That is how I feel about Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, it is so full of joy. It left me the whole, I was smiling the whole time. I will say I'm not going to spoil anything, but the, the end of the story, there's so much more to do after you finish the, the, the story mode, the campaign. There's, there's a, a million moons to collect. It's, uh, and, and they unlock all kinds of new stuff that you're going to want to go, going to want to go get. But the, the sort of end sequence, the climax of, of the campaign and the ending, I, I, I actually sat when the credits rolled after that ending, I literally sat on my couch. You could, you could ask my wife. I was, I, I, cla- I was clapping at the screen. It was so good. Your it made me so like, happy. I'm getting all these calls from people. <laughs> but it, yeah, it is, it is a, it is a love letter to the entire franchise, to everyone who grew up with Mario, but it's still doing new things. Uh, it is, there's so much variety to it. There's the whole cappy possession mechanic, uh, is, there's a lot of surprise and delight associated with the capture mechanic. And, right. and, and, uh, that's all I want to say. Uh, I'll leave it at that. But, uh, there's the, the blending of, I mean, you've probably seen, if you've watched any of the coverage from E3 or anything on IGN, the, the, the 2D sections mm-hmm. are, so perfect they're they're not pandering but they're because they actually you know it's classic 2d 8-bit stuff uh which we're seeing here but it also mixes in new elements i mean here we're just seeing it you know run around a, a column a 3d column space but it'll like bend completely around 90 degree corners on <laughs> cubes it'll go so these times where you're the gravity, like you jump and then the gravity at the top switches. So you're in eight bit upside down and having to, you know, you're having to flip the controls, which is incredible just from the basis of, you know, we've been playing 2D Mario games since the first 2D Mario yes. game, which was the first Mario yes, game. 30 years. And seeing something like this impresses the hell out of me now as it would have then. Um, but also that that's a very iterative side of the franchise where we've seen there was a while where we got new Super Mario games and they got to the point where they almost felt a little repetitive. We got Mario Maker, which tried a whole bunch of new ideas to the point where I thought like, well, you got every idea out of that. <laughs> that's it. And then I see stuff in this game where I'm like, you did it again. Like Nintendo yeah. did it again with just even that side of it. Yeah. Not even touching on the 3D stuff. Now you're like, you're a big fan of Mario 64, I right? Because well, I, I, I have talked just about the, that. C- the series. Yeah. 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 Uh, but specifically Galaxy is like one of your favorite Galaxy, games. Galaxy, I think is the single i think galaxy is the number one best game of last generation right that is my humble opinion um even the there are a million costumes and that you can mix and match as well in and obviously you've seen a lot of them in in the promotional you know the trailers and the and the coverage 
And but what I love, I love, love, love is go when you go into the two, you go into the pixelated pipe and go yeah. into a two D section. It translates so cool. the yeah. costume yeah. into yeah. the eight bit, and no. it's just so great. Now I wanted it's to so great. I wanted to ask you a little bit about the sort of the flow of the gameplay. Like yes. a lot of people were a little bummed out that there wasn't a dedicated hub world, yeah. a la Sunshine and Mario sixty four. Um, even Galaxy to an extent had that large. Mario head-shaped planet ship that yes. you flew back on and forth on. This one doesn't really work like that, right? You have more sort of giant core levels that you jump into. Mm-hmm. You collect moons. You mentioned there's literally hundreds in this game. Many hundreds. Amazing, because mm-hmm. Mario 64 had, what, 120, 120 150 <laughs> in the DS version mm-hmm. stars. Uh, so there's a lot to do here. But does that is that something that, like, obviously you gave it a 10. It didn't bother you. But does that affect the the sort of way things flow, the way I levels unlock? I don't think unlock? so. And largely because you can, uh, if, you're, if you kind of are... Wander in a world and you're you're knee deep in it and you you got some moons and you're like okay all right I'm done with this I want to move on you just pull up your mini map by pressing minus uh, and you can warp right to the Odyssey and then hop right back on your That's ship awesome. and go wherever you want to go uh, it's really no problem and, do, and they're like unlike in Mario 64 where oh, there was know, a moon the, right over there oh you missed oh, it you didn't <laughs> get it but uh, unlike in Mario 64 where you know like the the kind of you have these name missions and it's always like you always start in the same spot and it's like this quest to get to the the star in this game you kind of you kind of discover the moons as you go, right? Yes. Like there's some that aren't even that hard, that well hidden, right? Like yeah, oh, there are plenty that are obvious. Yeah, it's uh, the the thing about it is, to me, I've found the last, <clears throat> at least the last few mainline Mario's, uh, 3D Mario's, to not really be that difficult per se. Mm, right. They're not necessarily difficult games, but the challenge in Odyssey comes from the exploration. It's like you pull up your map, or you you can see, uh, yeah, on your map, it's like oh, there are. 75 moons on this right. in this kingdom. Oh my god, where the hell <laughs> heck are they? And, and then you have to go and it's just the challenge is finding them. Some of them are tucked away out of the way, some of them might be behind a classic like uh you know, a walk through wall kind of thing. Uh they're they're hidden all over the place. There there are little sort of mini uh dungeons for lack of a better word where you just you go through a door down a pipe and it's it's just like a one fairly linear section and you think okay well i'm gonna get to the end of this mm-hmm. and i'm gonna get my moon oh but but then there's there's another moon like hidden somewhere so it's like they kind of mess you with you that you way yeah. a little you bit you spot a moon like yes i think we saw this in even the nintendo e3 direct right in the uh in the city level like you get a moon and you spot another one out there and like where the heck is that yeah like, how do you even get yeah this? it's it, very clever it sounds it like it works you. in the same way nintendo's best games do right where um it's you can be eight years old and you can collect just the bare minimum, get through the level, or you can be dedicated and uh, collect every single thing. It scales yeah. to sort of – and like 3D World did a good job of that. I think um, Sunshine especially, like some of the end games have got very difficult in that game. But same with Mario 64. Like you can get the bare minimum, open up the doors, go beat up Bowser, throw him away, and then beat the game. But if you went back for everything, that's really when the challenge starts yes. to pick up. Um, Zach and I played through the first four or five worlds. I was going to say you guys played yeah. in a unique fashion. Nothing near what you've played, but um, – we noticed that you know the game doesn't push back as much. Uh, there are no lives. Um, yeah. There are. It's a, te- it's a ten coin penalty. To yeah, die. it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. But but ultimately, like what you're there for is what you're saying. It's that cleverness. It's that discovery. It's turning the corner and being like, how do I get there? And I really like that side of it. Of sort of 
saying like, I see a thing over there. I don't exactly know how to get there. And that like what you described, the sort of surprise and delight of throwing your cap at something for the first time and becoming it. Yeah. And then being like, I am now 30 feet tall. And or I'm a like, you can, yeah. And, so yeah. I want to make special mention. Maybe uh, Barrett can pull up the B-roll again. It was up there. Uh, New Donk City. You've mm-hmm. seen it in trailers and at E3. The whole game is great. It It's not that Odyssey starts slow at all, but really it gets better and better the more you get into it and the further in you get and the more mechanics open up. But New Donk City, I feel, particularly the end of it, sort of the, the climax of New Donk City, the Metro Kingdom, is probably, along with the actual ending of the game, just the, the its peak joy. The I don't want to ruin it at all, but <laughs> mm-hmm. the the... When you get there, you're gonna know it, and I I wish at least one of you had had a chance to play and get there, so that we could at least like wink and acknowledge it's each up, other. It's coming up on the next but, episode, yeah. So but, next, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. watch next week when I'm yep, not yeah, here. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna hear your reaction to it because the end of New Donk City is it's perfect. It's like just the way it's. And I, again, I just don't want to tell you what happens because okay. there is sort of a treat there. But uh, yeah, New Donk City and the, the contrast of this goofy cartoon guy. In this sort of semi-realistic world, uh, and you know, there's a lot of neat, neat things to do. Like you're, you're recruiting the band yep. for um, for the one for Pauline. Up, for, for Pauline to sing the yep. One Up Girl song. Very Blues Brothers. The festival <laughs> available on iTunes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> actually, I, when when you when you come back uh, to her after you finish the game, uh, this isn't really a spoiler. She's uh, she she makes you t- take a quiz if you know to to see if you know about her. Like, mm-hmm. hey, what's my favorite? This? What's that? Mm-hmm. And uh, and then she it's her birthday and you have to try and find a birthday present for her. But mm-hmm. she like I found this hat that was laying around and she's like I don't like that hat. Yeah. So I'm still working on. There's just there's there's always something to do. There's a lot of great variety. I think uh, it's not just in the moon collecting and in, in other things as well. What's really cool about that you mentioned there's always something to do. Um, the game also does a really good job of rewarding you for all the seemingly incidental little things you're doing. Yeah. Um, Zach and I noticed that like there's these. Hat stores, right? Or the sort of clothing stores yeah, crazy, that also crazy cap, crazy cap. They also sell moons and a bunch of other stuff. Yes. I thought it was just like lids from the mall, but it's like they got <laughs> they got a whole bunch of stuff in there. Um, but as you're collecting coins and you're collecting, every world has its own sort of specific currency. Uh, in the purple coin, yeah, the purple yeah. coins. Sometimes they look like tortilla chips. Yes. Sometimes they look like uh, what were one of the other ones we saw? There's uh, in uh, the, the uh, Lake Kingdom. There's yeah. little like seashell things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we went in and we were collecting them, and that lets you unlock sort of a costume that sometimes a character in that world would be like you need this to get in this area yes but other times like we were just running around and we're like oh the boxer shorts are a thousand coins we got to get a thousand coins and as as we were going we were trying to get moons but we were also like thinking like i got to get more of these you gotta coins get the money yeah and sort of like get nickel and dime every single thing go back get the boxer shorts it's and- a mario game with side quests yeah which to yep. me is yeah. baffling like yeah. Like, I think that, that the way that I would best describe it is like, it's a seamless version of Mario 64. Like, it drops you into these giant playgrounds and lets you figure out whatever you want to yeah. do, and you can take away as little or as much as possible. Like, I think that the smartest thing that it has going for it is like, on Link Together, Brian and I don't have all the time in the world, so we're trying to jam through these areas, but you're absolutely correct. Like, as you're playing through it, you see these power moons just tucked away in all these corners yeah. and behind things where you're like, I bet you there's a power Suspicious moon Suspicious blocks. Right? You're like, yeah. oh, can you destroy that? And mm-hmm. if I can, how do I destroy it, right? Like, you instantly it, start thinking about the powers that you need it's the to get way, something. It's the way that it turns your expectations of a Mario game on its ear. Mm-hmm. Like, in... I won't say which kingdom, but there's there's a power moon ab- above, like on top of something that you see it early on, and it's not like one of the ones that's like pointed out as a submission mm-hmm. or anything. It's just there, 
and playing it is like, okay, how do I get there? I think I can maybe I can jump on this thing and slide down this, and then I'll, I'll flip over to here and then climb up this thing. And then you realize you're like, oh no, I just I just capture a bullet bill and just fly straight to it. Right. Yeah. And it's that kind yeah. of thing, like that that sense of rediscovery yeah. yes. that is so amazing to me is so, that you're constantly finding new things to do. There's people will ask me, I'll head this off. So I it. I probably put in about 15 hours to get to the end of the story. Mm-hmm. And that was, I wasn't rushing, but I also wasn't doing a completionist sure. run per kingdom. That, I was making a thorough pass mm-hmm. to see what I could find on each one. And then I go, okay, let me move on. But now I would bet that I've got at least another 15 hours worth of content there Man. to go get. There are, I will say, uh, hopefully nobody gets too spoiler sensitive about this there are other worlds to unlock after you're done that's oh i think that's to be expected yeah yeah Yeah. so there's that and and the other thing i'll say too is when you start the game it actually says hey uh play with the joy con separated nah so you're stuck <laughs> in, well, you yes. tried it, right? Oh, you yeah, I started that ways. way, and then I went, well, God, I, I love the Pro Controller so much. Yeah, it's I, the only way I'll play Zelda. Yep. Uh, let me just, I gotta, I gotta, well, plus, I was like, well, for the review, I gotta see what's doing with the Pro Controller. I'm like, yep. oh, I wish I'd been playing with this thing the whole time. Because of the gyroscopic stuff in here, you know, if you, if you do this, he'll flip the, he'll throw Cappy in an upward attack. Yep. You can do it like you can make kind of the, the circular motion and it'll do the circular. And you, you can, found yourself doing all yeah, that? Yeah, you That's can do awesome. basically, you can pretty much do everything with the Pro Controller. And and for me, it's just, you know, I've been, it, it, the, the, I just like this thing yeah, so much. Right. So, so, so I recommend if, if I mean, it, do what makes you comfortable and happy. But for me, boy, Pro Controller all I, the way. I've said it a number of times on this show, but the, the Pro Controller is my favorite controller of all time. Like I think it's the best controller ever made. And I was kind of curious as to how the motion control stuff worked with all that so it's really good to hear that yeah. it works well because i've only played it with yeah, you got your hd rumble so, yeah. all that stuff's so, in there yeah you can i mean you can jerk the that's the side with, i don't like but that. when you're on the go so that that is a consideration right the motion controls when you're on the go it, you may feel stupid sitting in an airplane doing this like upward motion however there are there are the shortcuts for example the um when you throw the hat in a circular motion you can spin the sticks stick, so yeah. you can do that yeah. kind of stuff with mm, the sticks yeah. as well but it just once you start playing, it becomes so second nature to just kind of do the little, yeah. the little I, I'm motion. I'm so clumsy that I, I think if I was trying to flip stuff on my Switch that I'd just end up like tossing across the room. So. <laughs> now, yeah. I probably um, will refrain from doing any of that. Back there, you, uh, you said the Z word, which is Zelda, which is the other Nintendo exclusive game that we gave a 10 to this yes. year. Jeez. Um, and I think a lot of people, did you get worried? Cleaning up. Yeah. Nintendo's cleaning up. Yeah, man. I was like, was like yeah. Z-Trigger? Where's yeah. the owner? <laughs> <Yes. laughs> um, a lot of people looked at Lost Zelda it. as sort of a reinvention of the franchise. And, I'm glad you brought this up. Go and, ahead. And, and sort of a way to say like, okay, we are leaving a lot of the things that we that define this franchise in the past behind us. And we we're starting something new. That worked in a lot of ways, but we also lost a few things along the way, um, mostly dungeons, right? The big, massive, sprawling dungeons that we really expected from the Zelda franchise went away and we got, um, you know, the sort of guardian camel to go inside, <laughs> um, which was really cool. There's a lot of great ideas in those things, but I think a lot of people were missing those. Things. Well, they're you, a step down from a full, like, full-featured dungeon with a theme, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I think the big question around Odyssey is, is Odyssey doing for the franchise what Breath of the Wild did for Zelda? No, but let me, ex- let me explain this. So mm-hmm. this is exactly where I wanted the conversation to go. I'm glad you brought this up. So yeah. for me, uh, <laughs> I've always preferred... You leave him hanging. That's oh, oh. I didn't see him. <laughs> I was watching the camera over there. Yeah. <laughs> for me, this for me, you know, 
He's always, I, you're I think, always doing that. I don't always do that. Mario and Zelda have always <laughs> been such complementary franchises. 1A and 1B in the Zelda portfolio. Uh, the uh, Nintendo portfolio, yeah. rather. I have always preferred the Mario games in general. The Zeldas are amazing games. Link to the Past. I mean, it's it's the original and, and certainly Breath of the Wild. Uh, the reason that I've always preferred Mario personally is the mainline Mario games uh, have done such a brilliant job, in my opinion, of reinventing themselves every single time from one to, to two to, to three to even, you know, world kind of evolved three, but then to 64, to sunshine, to galaxy, and yep. now to this. And even the four-player, you know, new Super yeah, Mario Brothers. But, yeah. but even, but Zelda, to take nothing away from uh, from any of them, but like I feel like Zelda had had been kind of just doing the same, generally the same thing yeah. for Easy a lot tiger. of years since Link to the Past. Obviously, for a lot Zelda of two went full and RPG, I, and I yeah. think that's why people responded so positively, strongly to Breath of the Wild, including myself. Because yeah. for me, like I, I'd kind of like I, I'll, I'll be honest, this is going to be blasphemy on this show, but uh, <laughs> when when Wind Waker came out yeah. for the GameCube, and I bought be, it, be careful, man. Yeah, you're treading. <laughs> Tread lightly <laughs> on this one. I, I'm never coming back on anyway. Once every five years, what does it matter? True. We'll but, be long dead by the time so, you're back on this you know, show. There, <laughs> there was the uproar over the art style. Like, right. oh my god, yeah. this Zelda. I yeah. love the art no, no, that's, style. That's Same. not blasphemy. So that's hap- good. No, no, you're that's good. not the blasphemy. Oh. The blasphemy is oh. coming up. Oh, well, my sleeve is back up. So the game. So Wind Waker starts, and it's it starts in a dungeon. I'm like, man, this is cool. I yep. really like this. And then it goes into the the open sea sailing stuff. I walked away from that game and never came back. I just I thought it was just not a enjoyable mechanic. Have you? So we're getting off topic but here. But not a sailor, have you have huh? you played the HD version? No. Oh, it's so good. I'm sure it's great. Out that, that we anyway, because it's tying up now. But the point is, Breath of the Wild came in this year and gave what gave Zelda what I feel was the the reinvention. Yeah. That it that that series really needed. Completely. Uh, oh yeah. That, so yeah. I, I'm I'm the biggest Zelda fan in the world, and like yeah. I. I think after Skyward Sword for me, it was like they have to do something different yeah, with this. Right. And they did, yeah. and it's and it's great. And, and they really, you know, I think uh, kind of westernized Zelda in a lot of ways, like made it more of a western RPG. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so, yeah, Breath of the Wild's great. I totally agree that it that it's a ten. It's one of, if not the best games of the year for me. Uh, yes, I'm coming, and uh, there's still got to digest this because we're yeah. coming straight off of Odyssey. And in fact, I'm not even done. I got hundreds <laughs> of moons to go, but. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey is my game of the year as of as of right now, just because it is to me Zelda is uh, it's it's kind of the you know the survival aspect of it. it. It is a harder, it is a it is a less forgiving game, and that's great. But Odyssey just makes me happy. It is again, it's that joy that radiates it. Not saying Zelda doesn't sure, have right, it, right, right, yeah. but there is just a different tone. To, from, from Breath of the Wild Breath to of the Wild Odyssey. was kind of dire. I mean, yes. It was kind of like a very and downbeat so, struggle. Yeah, again, right? I am not insulting Zelda yep. in the slightest. It is brilliant. But, yeah, I Odyssey, Mario in general, and Odyssey is more my speed. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I, I think, you know, it's it's uh, it's going to get a lot of Game of the Year votes. And it's it's at least as we sit here on, we got we got another month and a half of 
huge games left to come out. Right. It is my game of the year vote as of today. So, it yeah. is brilliant. So, uh, in, not to put you on the spot, and you I'm already said not you already said that you haven't fully digested this game yet. But we recently published a list of the top ten uh, oh. Super Mario. Games, oh no! Right? Don't get me started. Uh, just mainline Super Mario. No, yes. no Paper Mario in there. And whenever a lot of people get into a room, you end up with a list that <laughs> someone that no one's someone to. doesn't agree with. I, I think generally the the list was really well received, no, and but. and I actually like it. Um, just quick quick breakdown yeah. the top five uh super mario world was number one super mario 64 was number two super mario brothers 3 was number three super mario galaxy 2 was number four and then yoshi's island was number five and then you know obviously the rest of the list filled in with uh with other very deserving mario games but not sunshine it, it did not have sunshine sunshine was not on the Criminal. list which uh, yeah, I mean, what, the what is uh, Yoshi's Island doing on that list? That's a spinoff. No, what's no, it's right? Super Mario World, World too. too. Nah, get that junk out of here. Yeah. That's a anyway, yeah, that's yeah. come on. No, it's a babysitting game. Uh, it, it, <laughs> it does. It's it does one of the most elegant but like, well crafted so, platformers of all time, Brian. Right. So, it's also a spinoff, oh, Zach. So not a core Mario. So game. It is Frasier. Yeah, it's a, it's Frasier. It's a spinoff. It is not a core Mario. It's game. Joni loves Chachi. It, it is not a Super Mario platforming game. Mario is a babby in his underwear. So the reason <laughs> why Sunshine wasn't on in the top ten is because we felt it was the most uneven of the Mario games, and that it has some amazing levels in it. I, ironically, the most amazing levels are all bonus stages. Yeah, and you lose your your flood pack um, those levels are awesome the music was so great but Super Mario Sunshine was also a little rough around the edges like there were some levels that slowed down that had unclear objectives and were downright ugly the beach mm -hmm. level is super ugly and that's why it didn't make it in I still love the game like there it's so hard to pick 10 of the greatest Mario games because there's so many nine. It gets easier when you eliminate the spinoff. I think that's <laughs> I think that's the thing that, that a lot of people uh, sort of missed about that to our top 10 list was that uh, to be a Super Mario game, it already means that you're categorically in the upper echelon of any gaming. Like, if you're a Super Mario game, you're probably in the 90th percentile, yeah. right? But, uh, narrowing down 10 of those games, it makes it really difficult. The, it's like, what, what is the best of the best? The very like, existence of that top 10 list just validates the point I was making about how Mario has continually yeah, reinvented right. himself. Time and time again, and and Odyssey is just the latest example of it. But but you were your galaxy, super pissed that Sunshine wasn't on. Right, you're Galaxy, <laughs> and yeah. you're a three guy, right? Yes. You love three. But like to put you on the spot, where would yeah. you put Odyssey now? Oh, Coming man. off hot, obviously we're not going to hold you to it. But where would you put it? I mean, it. Gosh, are we talking I mean, top five, top ten, top three? I'm sure it's in the top ten. Okay. Like I, I'm confident in saying that. Top five, I don't know, because uh, yeah. I mean, for me, you know, I'm I'm three yep. world, galaxy one. Even oh, though wow. I think two, two, you know, added Yoshi, you know, so good. But man, one was just such a. It depends again the criteria. We can yeah. break. We can just keep breaking this down all day. Yeah. One is the, the thing about one is that it's it's incredibly special and it works to this day yeah. in ways I don't think a game like Sunshine does. I mean, first of all, you can't even play Sunshine on a modern console. Right. But Super Mario 1 is the kind of thing you can hand a five-year-old a controller and they'll die on the first Goomba, then they'll learn to jump over oh, the first Goomba, yeah. and they have taught themselves basic, you know, yeah. sort of game design. And then, like, I guess, something... and then, of course, Super Mario Brothers 1 would be, that would probably, uh, so, I don't know, um, I, it, it would probably, I would say, you know, you're putting me on the spot, but just, mm -hmm. it, it might just miss my top five. Okay. okay. Odyssey. Oh. Uh, Sitting here, we'll see so how that we'll bad. see how time treats it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, let me ask you're you. A, quick. You're a mean host. My goodness. Pear mentioned Sunshine before, right? And I think a, um, that game hasn't aged entirely well. It's sort of a mixed bag in terms of like good luck. Remaster. Yeah. yeah. Remaster. Totally. Yeah. But um, you mentioned the uh, the flood removed levels that are very very yep. core platforming they're very difficult um they're not really gimmicky it is about running and jumping and my getting favorite to levels the end. in that game yeah there's some of the best 3d yeah. mario levels ever made is there stuff like this in odyssey after the story ends okay yes okay that's what i figured yeah that's 3d world was one of those games that got very difficult late game that's when you started playing stuff mm-hmm. like champions, champions road, road. Yeah. that Jesus. entire last world is like i think i mentioned it before or a couple weeks ago my wife every now and then will be like can we go back and get all the coins in those levels and i'm like no no <laughs> we're gonna fight and i don't want to fight with you i love you i don't want to fight with you the four um, player mario games can yeah. be very yes, vicious yeah. Yeah. so uh but you know you're working together and those were such different level designs right you Went through the level and then you went back. You try to collect all three coins. Uh, Odyssey, obviously, very different in the way that's structured. Hundreds of moons, but are, there are so there are parts like that that are just like this is about platforming. Yeah, you still have Cappy. Yeah, uh, they they don't take him away very often. <laughs> but yes, there there are some there's a definite step up in platforming challenges at times. And again, it's you know. I won't tell you how or why, but mm. yeah, there's a, again, there's just so much to do after the game is quote unquote over. Also, uh, one la- one more thing for me. What's yes. what's up with those with those rabbits? The rabbit, they're all chase them, oh. hunt them, get them. No, and you I mean, get moons. You know, those the guys on the on the ship. Why oh, yeah. oh the brutals. The brutals. Oh, God, I hate them. What? Yeah, I, they're really terrible. They're, man, I, this game looks so much fun. <laughs> these, Zach and I were just playing, <laughs> playing Odyssey. We're just like, oh, what is it with these weird <laughs> fedora rabbits? And they're all going to a wedding. This is just horrible. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. They're, 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 I love, I love killing them. <laughs> every so often, every so often, I feel like the, the design team there just does a real swing and a miss. And it's like, you don't like, like them. The Piantas in Mario Sunshine. They were really bad. Yeah. And then these, these brutals, I just hate, I just hate looking at them. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're good. They're, they're your enemies. Oh, you get, okay. Glad you get to jump on them. Yeah. You fight them more than once, so yeah, have great. fun with that. <laughs> is that because you hated chasing Mips the rabbit? And no, Mips 64? is my homie. Yeah, yeah. yeah you like Me and Mips are cool. Um, there there are also yeah. another thing when you're watching. I recommend playing Odyssey on a TV mm. where you can be, because uh, the the worlds are so big and gorgeous. Mario's pretty fairly tiny most mm-hmm. of the time on your actual squ- Switch handheld screen. And there are so many beautiful little touches. Like when you look, when Mario's underwater and he's swimming, he's like holding his breath and has his cheeks puffed. He's like, (laughs) there's a ton of little animations and things like that, that, that again, that bring, just add another, another little percentage of joy to a game that's just maxing in it. They've been so good with that stuff over the last few years. Like we wondered how they sort of stumbled into the HD era, Nintendo. Um, and they admittedly said like, we're learning this. We're kind of late to the party on this kind of stuff. But then they started doing weird stuff like the Luigi death stare in Mario Kart and like Wario's like wiggling mustache as he's like coming over a hill. Little details like that. Um, that I think a lot of the other 3D platformers looking at you, poi, miss out (laughs) on. This is, I mean, this is a 1080p 60 frame. I don't know. Yeah. Before Digital Foundry comes yeah. after me, yeah. I don't know if it's running at 1080p. It, I guess it probably. I think they said it was. Yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah. But it's, on, on consoles, at least, it is basically a 1080p 60 frames per second yeah. Mario game and for for I guess 
the first time? Yeah, in in docked mode it is. I think it's. It, I mean, most things are 720p yeah. on the screen. Yeah, well, they, yeah. Ha- they have they to have be. To be. It's, it's yeah, you can't go higher than 720p. But um, so I, I mean, thank you so much for uh, for giving us a little insight. Obviously, we don't want to delve too far into the game because when you're watching this, hopefully you haven't gotten the game yet. Otherwise, you're super late. Well, you should have the show on background while you're playing mm-hmm. the you, game. You could definitely do that. Um, obviously, the game can also be preloaded if you're watching this early. Uh, you know, Nintendo updated the system to let you actually lock in the file, yeah. download the whole thing, have it tantalize you. It's only 5.7 on your screen, gigs, yeah. right? Um, and then uh, you can start at the moment uh, it's legal to play. But we, um, we're going to move on and go for some questions from our audience. But we will, of course, return next week when all of us have played a lot more. Uh, we've all played a little bit of it. You guys actually played it with split Joy-Cons as part of the Link it's Together not, show, right? It's not right? the way to experience it. So that, that that's, you probably don't like each other and don't like the game as a it, result of it's, that. It's nice to see the game. It is very, very strange to play a Mario game with. I actually uh, feel like Link Together would be harder in Odyssey than it would be in Breath of the Wild. I think it's actually harder in Breath of the is Wild. Is it? But you're so used to it now, Well, the right? thing is Odyssey's a little more forgiving. Like when you can climb to the top of a mountain in Link to get in uh, you know, Breath of the Wild and then fall. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, well, we got to climb that mountain again. No. And in Odyssey, it's just kind of like, well, there's a checkpoint back there. There's no lives. It's okay. But and you would whistle. Um, it's you, also in you, Zelda, you, you showed, would randomly whistle when attacking <laughs> if, enemies. If you're watching the show, they showed um, some of the 2D footage we were talking about earlier. Yeah. I can't look at that section because Zach. Zach made me go through that section, I think, 26 times. <laughs> I kept I kept getting him back for doing all the whistles because I kept making him go through all the 2D sections crouched. Yep. So <laughs> we were just crouched jumping through all the 2D sections. And I can't stop that. All I can do is jump. So, yeah, that's so, fun. I think it's an easier game to play in uh, a linked together format because a lot of the controls are on. Uh, if you're playing with the Joy-Con, you can crouch with both controllers you can uh toss the cap with both controllers so there's a lot of things that we both do simultaneously that that it's just kind of second nature when you're playing a mario game as you're running up to something you're like okay well we're gonna need to crouch jump to get across that and you'll see us both like click in at the same time. right i think it's time to take the link together relationship to the next level and use a pro controller one person gets the right side (laughs) one person gets the left side oh we saw it in half it's just romantic but we we will be yeah so this weekend starting Right now, if you're listening to this, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're going to roll out the first four episodes of uh, Link Together this season for Super Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. So we're calling it the Super Mario Super Weekend. So every day at 3 o'clock, there's a new there, episode. That's there awesome. are some like some of my favorite moments from I've ever done in a Let's Play. We are like genuinely cheering, yelling at each other, uh, fighting, happy. It's just really funny and really stupid. Um, we try not to spoil a lot, like like Zach was saying. We kind of just went through like the most basic moons that you can get to get by in just the first few levels. It's partly, so it's partly for spoilers, gonna... and it's partly for our own sake, because I think to Brian and I both, there's even more so than in Zelda, I'm very... Uh, I'm trying to avoid spoilers as much as Same. possible. Same. So in this game, for us, like once we actually get our hands on our own copies of the game, I know we're going to run through each of those kingdoms and do completionist runs. So for Link Together, it's like we in the first kingdom, you need seven power moons to get off to the next kingdom. Yeah. So we literally run through, get seven power moons as fast as possible, and then go to the next one. So and like also, for, we don't have time to collect 800 power exactly. moons. <laughs> and for the record, I was unreasonably excited for this game before you walked into the room and sat down, Ryan. And now I don't even – like I'm like giddy 
thinking about Witcher. being a, yeah I, waiting for the release oh my god i cannot wait you just got yeah. me so excited for this game We're so thank hours you hours away and, now and i you know i played it i played one of the copies here uh a, a bit in the office but i also i kept on going like ah, i don't want to play too much because mm-hmm. i want to play it on Start my own switch on. i want to yeah. play it without people around me uh you know talking about uh all i want to do is stranger play more. things yeah. and yeah. all that so I really do uh, i can't wait to play more but um before we we leave you i wanted to get to two listener questions um in this case from our twitter feed Okay, uh, what, do, what do we us, got? You can follow us on Twitter and, at NVC Podcast. And, uh, you know, we, we sometimes switch to, uh, to our Facebook, uh, fan group as well, like yep. the NVC, uh, the Nintendo Voice Chat, uh, podcast forums on mm-hmm. Facebook. And we wanted to give a shout out to Greg Caldwell, uh, one of our NVC super fans. He, he usually beats all of us in, posting the latest episode to yeah. the facebook group uh, and he had a uh, pretty serious surgery and uh is getting better we love and you Greg. so all the best to you Greg. strong dude you better yeah. uh okay a couple of questions uh from uh twitter so victor gonzalez <laughs> whose twitter handle is at remember my titans um <laughs> asks which comes first uh smash for switch or pokemon for switch smash pokemon i think pokemon too dude, yeah come on when they did the direct Pokemon Company basically said uh, they they like on camera and they're picking up the phone like oh you want us to make a Pokemon <laughs> yeah. game oh, yeah, okay we'll get started on that next week uh, just after I, we, I uh, just think, think Smash, it's a clever ruse Smash will just get delayed in two because it needs to be tuned so yeah flawlessly I, don't you think Smash will be a Smash collection though I think like, it'll I be Smash like, DX in the same way that we got Mario Kart because Mario mm-hmm. Kart works so well it's such a hot seller for the system and a lot of people probably. Um, well, actually, they played it on 3DS, but like Smash Brothers was a much better seller, right? Um, not better than Mario Kart, um, but overall because it was on two platforms. Well, the, right. the easy answer is, I mean, you port Smash Wii U, right? But does that cannibalize any sort of new Smash that you might get? Like we have Mario Kart 8 right now, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but that might have also delayed or made impossible any inevitable chance of us getting another Mario Kart on this platform in its life. So I'm I'm torn on that because selfishly I want Smash right now on my Switch. I mean I don't need it right now. There's en- enough to play between Mario and Poi. But at, like at least next year would be nice. But I also want um I want them to get on the phone and like put a bunch of new characters in. You know I want. I, I think I I agree with you. I would love a full fledged sequel, but it takes a while to make these games, especially if they want to do a more substantial single. Player mode, which you know, let's be honest, they, they haven't been that great. How many years has it been since uh, the last Smash game? Now, 2012. Yeah. It's okay. So 13. five years. 2013. 2013. Yeah. Yeah. And does that it, does that team at Nintendo? Oh, is there a That's team how? that only works on that series? Well, no, they, they worked work with uh, they went, worked with Namco Bandai on yeah. this one, right? Uh-huh. But yeah. So, but is that team worked on working? And in other words, are they almost definitely working on? Some Smash. new Smash game, or are they could they were they did they do something else in the last five it's, years? It's hard to tell because the lead on the Smash franchise is actually not part of NCL, not mm-hmm. part of Nintendo okay. anymore, right? So they kind of go got to go with an external uh, guy, and then they're working with an external team. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, like for me, it's you guys saw the latest system update. They yeah. s- they acts. I gotta think it was accidentally. They enabled GameCube controllers. It's kind of janky. Think, I don't think anything they do it's, is an accident. I think it's, it's a very it's like kinda a kind of because no, it doesn't always work. So it does. It definitely wasn't finished. I think they were tinkering with USB GameCube controller support. They didn't mean for it to be in this update. This is my conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm gonna wear my tinfoil tin hat later. And and I think this is in preparation for Smash or a Smash release. And think about it. They're so 
They're so into esports. Why wouldn't they that bring would be in so a disappointing. popular Smash Brothers a esports yeah. game? Yes. Oh. I think if they did a Smash Mega Collection in the same way that they're doing the Mario Party Collection. I mean, you could I think. have the original N64 one. You like, could have Melee, which people absolutely I wanna love. Fight. I want to have Brawl on top of N64 that. character models able to fight against uh, the newer uh, like models. The Mario yeah. Kart, uh, yeah. the, the Mario Kart port, I'm willing to forgive because it was the... Uh, the first year of the system, Nintendo was really had a big plan and a big push to support the thing in the first year. But guess what? It's a huge success. You've had a great first party for the first year and just a great first year period. Mm-hmm. I, for me, like, no, that 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 grace period is over. And like, I'd rather the resources be invested into making a new Smash that yeah. can take advantage of this that's, hardware. That's why I think we're getting Pokemon first. Mm. Uh, and that's why real, I agree Real with quick, you. quick correction. Smash for uh, Wii U and 3DS actually came out in 2014. Okay. So, so yeah, thank yeah. you. So yeah, that's right. it's, it's been... God, like, really? Yeah. Theoret- and you said that's... <clears throat> pardon me. That's uh, that's Dang. HAL, the HAL team? No, no. This was uh, in conjunction with Namco Bandai. Well, I remember that part. So Hal's but, always had like a... a, a Hal's there's whatever internal... There are like yeah. 19 teams on it. So, yeah. But there are... Pr- They've probably been working on it in some form for three years. We can hope say so. Would be four. Yeah, we can hope. Yeah. But I also think I also think that know they'll Nintendo. announce it at E3 next. I also I think, think that made, they made Mario and Zelda. I mean, they pulled a lot of resources for these two absolute mega games, and I think we're going to see some smaller but, games but that's next, EAD like Yoshi and, and Kirby mm-hmm. and all that. Well, right? Sakurai yeah. didn't specifically say that he's working on a new one. I remember him like saying around that time that that was the last one. Like, he always says that, yeah. right? And like two years later, Nintendo announces one. He goes, "Oh, I didn't know about this." Right? <laughs> like, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I completely agree. I would love a new game. I just think. I think it would be very smart if they need to fill a gap, if they want a big March game. Uh, now's the time to test those GameCube controllers and get that ready. Uh, Maybe quick, so. quick side note. Um, with, that up, with that GameCube controller update, somebody on Reddit got DK Bongos to work with the Nintendo oh my Switch. God, <laughs> and so I good. actually, somebody uploaded a video of them playing ARMS oh, with boy. Bongos. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's what, was, that. what was the other question? Uh, Ethan Small at Ethan underscore Small asks, if and, when make, uh, <clears throat> if and when Nintendo makes a Super Mario Sunshine HD Switch remake, what upgrades and improvement other than graphics would oh, you want to see? Camera. Yeah. We have Ryan McCaffrey well, here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, camera's the big one. Yeah, Re- no, re- redo the graphics. That game. Uh, I mean, the big reason why I love it so much is the art style. Really, it's 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 like a, a it, it, the game's like a beach vacation. Totally. Yeah, like it really is. It's yeah. just like you play it. and It's just like I I feel like I'm on vacation right now. Uh, so yeah, fix the camera. Yep. Re- redo the art and we are good to go. I think in the same way that they did Fix the, the Pachinko machine. Yeah, was, <laughs> there's a couple of there's a couple of quality of life things. Like uh, I think in the same way they did the Wind Waker HD uh, remake and they fixed a lot of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think a reallocation of the blue coins. Like some of those blue coins are so annoying and they're so goddamn many of them that it's like I think a lot of them got annoying because the camera. Like I, to their credit. Um, the camera in 64 is pretty tight and it follows you pretty well. It does way better in the later games. But in Sunshine, I think they gave a lot of, um, they sort of gave a lot of faith in the player to be able to track that a lot better. Um, mm-hmm. so they put a lot of that pe- camera control on you. But when you're, I don't know, jumping, triple jumping into a, like, backflip into a wall like, jump yeah. into a flood, yeah. trying to collect a blue coin at the top of a waterfall, uh, sometimes, like, Hitting that little GameCube nipple to the side isn't the best use of your time. Uh, so it's a little better when it follows you. But so yeah, I, I think, I think one could fix the other, mm-hmm. but you're right. Some of those were a huge pain to get. Yeah. So yeah. And then I mean, like my, 
one of my issues with Sunshine actually was not with the art style overall, but with the character design and the animations. And like you guys, if you haven't played it in a while, like the characters are like on this short loop. Everybody is just kind of bobbing, bopping around slightly. <laughs> on vacation. It was when the game. <laughs> that's, that's what you look like on vacation. <laughs> the piantas. The the game became the poster child for why Nintendo should not have voice acting in yeah, the game. Right. Like it had really horrible, uh, really bad voice acting. scenes. Yeah. You know, objection overruled. You are now sentenced to blah blah blah. It's like yeah. super stilted and bad. Mm-hmm. So I would I would say redo the entire kind of presentational package like everything the intros the cutscenes um the music was was good mm-hmm. uh like some of the compositions but uh you know it'd be nice to uh nice to up, up like get some some orchestrated versions of some of those songs yeah. in there yeah. i didn't even talk about how good the soundtrack is in odyssey yes yeah, so good is killer oh yeah odyssey's got good music yeah there's yeah. a lot and there are like there are cool themes that are specific to the kingdoms and then like 8-bit retro versions of those yep. themes for us. Uh, and you can you unlock the ability to go in and just literally go down a playlist. And That's awesome. Oh, nice. Cool. That's awesome. Uh, so, Sunshine, I would love to see a remake because I do think it's underrated and, like, we remember yes. some of the rough parts more than all the good parts because the water spray mechanics and all the puzzles with, like, shooting the water and windmills, mm-hmm. there were so many cool things. Um, but there was also the horrible beach scene where you're trying to take out the electric manta rays. Yep. And that game? Yeah. With this uh, yeah. pro controller, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, Please. that'd be really yes. good. Um, yeah, would you guys like to see a Sunshine remake? Yeah, of course. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, like I said before, I think it's really odd that it's one of the only ones that was never rebuilt on any other platform. I'm mean, even 64 got a remake on DS. It got ported to Wii U. Yep. Um, it's, uh, Sunshine lives and dies on the game. Who keepers. did? Was it was it Blue Point that did Wind Waker? Is that the studio? Uh, or am I, was am I mistaking Point, them? Blue Point did. Ah, don't put us on the spot. No. It was Grezzo. Grezzo did, on the Grezzo did Majora's Mask yeah, and Ocarina. Ocarina. Yeah. I don't f- whoever, think they did win. Whoever did win, like, w- hopefully that's what they're doing. And that's like right. they, they, Nintendo sign them. Maybe like, that's hey, why they great job. In, uh, uh, yeah, great job on support. the Wind Waker uh, remake. Okay, now we've got the Switch coming and we'll have Odyssey. So you guys are going to, like, we're, you're going to redo Sunshine now. Yep. It would be awesome. I would love to see that. And honestly, I like that better than a re-release. I think there are a bunch of GameCube games you can just re-release without Eternal Darkness. And part of, you know, maybe this was also a test for a GameCube virtual console for, for the future. Who knows, right? And that, that'd be great to play those games again. But, um, Sunshine needs a little bit of a do-over and, and some upgrades. I would yeah. love to see that. What an awesome year on Switch. This is yeah. nuts. Yeah. yeah. So we're not even at the, uh, at the end of the year. There's still Xenoblade and there's third-party games like, you know, probably old hat to you, like Skyrim and Doom and all that yeah. stuff but you're a big fan of doom right you like i that love game? doom yeah. i'm curious to see it on uh on the switch i i mean w- one of my favorite games this year is the demo of project octopath traveler yeah yeah i oh, love yeah, it I, yeah, so I fell in love with it at the january uh initial you know the switch unveil the the conference from japan and then it was like radio silent like yep. where was where did that cool thing go and what's it really going to be called and then that demo dropped and I was like, this is exactly what I wanted. But then it had yeah. this worrisome survey, like, do you like it? Do you want yes. to see this game released? And yes, and it's like, everyone loved on, it. Yeah. 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 Everyone yeah. loved it. So no, that's uh, it certainly, I mean, the Switch uh, with with two first-party tens in the first year. Um, let's, Bookends. That's, that's pretty amazing. Let's hope that they haven't, that, you know, the, the folks in Kyoto aren't like, completely dead and like sleeping under the desk for the next year because we would love that streak to well, hopefully, uh, continue. Hopefully Yoshi is next year. Yeah, I would hope. Are, right? you know, I would yeah. always argue Yoshi Kirby, they're, they're, they're good games, but they're, well, they're not, they're not yeah. as, they're not, 
as epic. Not Yoshi's well, Island. Yeah, that's why inventive. Ho- hopefully uh, Smash is an E3 reveal for a holiday yeah. release. A yeah. new Smash, not the it, not a port. If they could get Smash and Pokemon into the next year, it'd be insane. Those would be the other two huge sellers. And let's not forget, Mario Kart is the top-selling franchise, you know, next to next to Pokemon on the on the handhelds. And we've got a remake of that one, so hopefully they're cranking on something, something new. Too. But yeah. I doubt we'll see a new Mario Kart next year. God, we could go on and on and on. <laughs> Did you just flash toy? <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, we could go on and on talking about uh, what is to come and certainly what is to come for most of you guys in just a couple of hours if you're watching this uh, before the release of Super Mario Odyssey. Thank you so much for joining us this week, Ryan. Happy to be yeah, here. Th- it's good It's good having you here, man. It's, uh, it's, uh, we'll see you in five well, years. Yeah. Where can, where can people catch? you when you're uh, when you're not on nvc every five years so i'm uh, on twitter at dmc underscore ryan i host our xbox show every week unlocked and then uh, i have a little pet project here which thankfully uh, the bosses haven't haven't canceled yet it's a once a month show called ign unfiltered it's basically uh, charlie rose but with video games it's it's one-on-one me and uh you know well-known uh, video game creators and it's just I, I walk them through their whole careers with them over about an hour it's and it's so good it's i'm really like it's it's stuff I like to do where, cause to me that my little, my little secret with that show, like the, the sort of thesis of that show is the game creators are often more interesting than the games themselves. Right. And they, you get all kinds of great stories about the, I mean, it's, I've had Cliff Blazinski on, I've had, uh, I've, I, I've tried to get Reggie. No luck there mm-hmm. yet. You had uh, Peter Moore on. Peter yeah, Moore was we can get Reggie I mean, on it. It's, uh, but like you get, you get awesome behind the scenes info on kind of the careers that you usually don't hear in these kind of yeah. more, uh, you know, staged interviews, like where we get to ask about Mario or a new game. And so I, it's a really interesting series. If you, um, you're a beautiful man, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's not a, it's, it's not a show where a lot happens visually. So yeah. I actually think it's a fantastic podcast. And it's, to and it's on, to. yeah, it's on all the podcasts. Service. So look for IGN Unfiltered. Look for IGN Unfiltered and obviously check out Unlocked if you're. If you're and the Odyssey on. Review. Please check it out oh, on yeah, IGN or nice. YouTube. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Zach, where can people find you? It's spoiler free, by the way, the review. It's. Don't worry about Good. it. Good. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, at Zachariah D on Twitter. Um, I also run the Nintendo Voice Chat podcast uh, Twitter handle. That's at uh, NVC Podcast. And uh, you can find Brian and myself uh, every Friday. On link together, but this weekend we will be Thursday through uh, Sunday. So, and if you guys are ever not working here, you can be on LinkedIn together. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. fine. Also, hey, I'm really sorry I yelled at you guys about the Xbox earlier. I'll take it back. It's fine. All right, it's all good. What are you guys? It's a really good joke. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm uh, at Agent Bizzle on Twitter. You can find me uh, if you're sick of hearing me talk about Nintendo stuff. Why would that ever happen? <laughs> um, I'm also talking about PlayStation stuff every week on Podcast Beyond with a bunch of awesome people. And uh, up at noon every Thursday is live at 12 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and IGN.com. Which is possibly the yeah. most underrated show we have. Yeah, it'll be you one of those things great. where we'll cancel no, it. No, no, no. I'm not then... talking. I'm I'm trying to compliment you. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank oh, you. Uh, meaning it doesn't get enough. Of Appreciation. I think, and when years after it's done, people will be like, "Why don't you do that anymore?" And I'll be like, "Why don't you watch?" It's like with G Four, man. Yeah. Everybody, when G Four was on, was like, "It's television. I don't want to watch it." When G Four is gone, everybody's like, "Bring back G 4 Yeah. So there's that. Um, but yeah, thanks. Awesome. Uh, and you can find me uh, at Pair IGN on Twitter and everywhere. Uh, you know, outside of that, you'll see me in a conference room, looking over spreadsheets, working on 2018's budget. So exciting. Um, but you can also find us next week again on. YouTube, uh, at Nintendo Voice Chat, on Facebook, on Twitter, wherever uh, you're browsing, there is some NVC love to be found. Mm-hmm. So make sure to follow us everywhere. And until next week, um, I think it's safe to say that we all got the thing. Mm-hmm.
Wahoo! <laughs> hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.